I don't even care anymore. <clears throat> Fucking skeptic. Going down. GG. GGUSP. We're going down on South Park. Come on, let's take some time. We're going down on South Park. Strap on those headphones, blow worm into your brain. Once our lips reveal those tips, you'll never be the same. We're going down on South Park. You'll moan until you whine. We're going down on South Park. This is our final rhyme. That was our final rhyme. Howdy, host South Marketeers. I'm Sean O'Brien. I'm going down on I'm South Park. I'm Sean Farr. I'm going down on And I'm Joey Bunier, and I'm also going down on South Park. Welcome to going down on This episode, number 211, is entitled, Roger Ebert Should Lay Off Fatty Foods. First premiered episode, or first premiered September 2nd, 1998. I am drinking too much whiskey because it's St. Patrick's Day coming up, so. Ahoy. <laughs> just said, no. You get to be drunk for two weeks? <laughs> Evidently. I poured more red breast. Is there the which... 12 days of St. Patrick's Day? Is that a thing? Mm-hmm. On the first day, St. Patrick's Day, I got really there is, drunk. There's the 364 days of St. Patrick's Day. Isn't that just like Lent? That's good. Yeah. That's right. That's true, actually. Um, anyway, so a little background on this episode. Um, this, as, uh, as the DVD mentioned, as I was reading in the Wikipedia article, is a spoof off of the Star Trek episode, uh, Dagger of the Mind. Uh, I think it's episode nine in TOS. That's probably why I uh, found I this to be one of my least favorite episodes. Oh, all right. This is this or episode nine of... TOS, the original series? The original series, yeah. TOS bores the hell out of me. So, yes, this episode I found... I thought you liked philosophy. Um, TOS is pretty good. Faster. Um, which, of course, Dagger of the Mind is a reference to uh, a Macbeth soliloquy, by the oh, way. Oh, Jesus Christ. Levels of hatred. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so favorite moments of this episode. My favorite, of course, was Planet Arium. Just every time he said it? Every single time. I still, to this day, have never pronounced the T in Planet Arium. Since then. Since that moment. It, That's so weird. I swear to God. I always I repeat it, too. I am not even kidding. I, I, don't, I always say it first, and then I go, Planet, Planet You mean Arium. Planet Arium? You mean Planet Arium? I have a bonus A, it's huh? <laughs> and yeah, I, have you guys ever been to the uh, Griffith Observatory, by the way? Yeah. Yes. I just went recently. Mm. It was pouring rain. I went with my sister and her- mm. uh, So you were hiding. I was hiding. Yeah, science is only amusing when you have to hide from the outside. I'm not sure I understand that joke or uh, reference. Because you know people freak out in the rain in L.A. and oh no no it was you it, wouldn't normally go to sciencey things unless the weather. No, set. but it's a beautiful no 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 no. We we had planned to go to the planet Arium, but like the yeah we went to the observatory. That was the plan. We actually when it was raining, I was like, we probably shouldn't go. It doesn't make mm. any sense because it's supposed to be pretty. Up. I'll probably go with Kelly at some point. Kelly. She really wanted to do this episode with us. I'm kind of bummed. Why does um, she particularly like Planet Arium? So she's just really smart and really funny. <laughs> Wise ass. Um, no, it was just that it's just all of it. The 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 NASA shit, the the Planet Arium, the but most importantly, the the did you guys see Get Out? No. no. Get out. Get out. Get out. The Kroll show. The Kroll show. Oh my god! This sorry, is sorry. level. You guys haven't seen anything. Nope. Get out. Um. You should say Get Out. Do you so have any black friends? Already you guys par- have no black friends? There's already parodies of Get... <laughs> there's already- I'm going to ignore that question. Are there pa- there's already parodies of Get Out? No, no, no. Get, get Out? No, it's just... It was a bunch of brain things that happened at once. Um, get Out was just a... NGO! <laughs> it was a... <laughs> NGO! That was always one of my favorites, too. The little fucking kid. And child stars, by the way. Yeah. Like, child actors is another yeah. Kelly thing. Anyway. The oblivion of child stars. Is, Ch- is Kelly a child star? No, no. Her sister was. Um, the, what was it? God damn it. And haikus, by the way. Which, by the way, so now that we're on that, Kenny's haiku was, when I get blowjobs, 
Then I'll come through discharging. That's the way to fuck. <laughs> now that you guys know. Um, I love that Mr. Garrison didn't say anything about that. You love cheesy poofs. If we didn't love cheesy poofs, we'd be lame. So, okay. That's not a haiku. I wish it was. Is it? I'd like the word all the way up to the last cheesy poop. So we'd be lame. The last three syllables, the last three, three syllables did not. Did not I like that the audience was probably counting along yep. as we, we didn't love. It could work if you just cheese. We poofs? didn't love. Could Fui. work. Yeah. So like, I love cheesy poofs. You love cheesy poofs. If we if we didn't love cheesy poofs, we'd be lame. <laughs> yeah. Damn it! This is the last lame doesn't work. Make it work. It's lame. Lame. We didn't love cheesy. Poofs. No, it doesn't work. Sorry. Sean, yes, Farr, you were going to say something. Uh, no, I just found it odd that the uh, the commercial for the, the first time we're introduced to the contest for the Cheesy Poof song, the commercial is during Barnaby Jones. So they are essentially they are commercials recorded before in uh, expecting children Correct. to be at home watching Barnaby Jones. <laughs> I don't know. Joyce and Levels. Well, it's probably just more. I don't know if it has to be. Th- yeah, exactly. Basically. Yeah, but you're right, though. I was going to go off on a bunch of Joyce and Levels, but which Joey, by the way, here's a little Joyce and Level for you. Okay. Um, do you know who Rudy Van Gelder was? I do not. I was curious about that. I wrote that down. <laughs> Very nice. He was a jazz recording engineer. Wow. <laughs> From Jersey, Jesus. actually. What what era? Like the fifties? Yeah, yeah. So he recorded uh, like, yeah. like his, pri- his prime. Oh yeah, stuff? all of them. Like Jeez. fucking all of them. He, he's fan. very famous. Yeah. Go ahead. So you were gonna say something. I had a favorite moment with the director. I love the commercial director. Oh yeah. Um, it was just so amazing. Anyone that's ever spent time on set. Ugh. Well, particularly a commercial or TV yeah. set, man. Ugh. Where anyone can call themselves a director. (laughs) Stand over there. I'm the director. Stand over there. I need a bigger monitor. Monitor. (laughs) Fuck you, monitors. I hate it. I hate directors. You're a self-hating director? No, I love you. He's me. a writer. I love me. Uh, you like a little dose no, of O'Brien? No, the funny thing is, yeah, I'm not. I'm a director. You're right, I'm so not you can even direct, a writer. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm just a. I'm, I'm yeah. Like, but yeah, no, I fucking hate directors, man. <laughs> Anyways, I don't like sound guys. That's understandable. Or yes. guitar players. I yeah. love sound. The sound guys are the best guys. <laughs> sound guys are like beta fish. You can't put two of them in the same. Room. I do. I have a whole tirade mm. on like the 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 mental disorders on a film set. I'll oh, explain yeah. to you guys at some t- Paul Tinkering episode. <laughs> um. Anyway, so Gadot, you guys didn't see it. Um. Anyway, the the we'll talk about the title since we're on the question of directors. Um. There's a TV trope called take that. So kind of like the the best reference I could come up with. It, that's relevant to South Park would be the um the feud with Family Guy the Family Guy feud is sort Ooh. of a take that like you know you a, a slam or whatever okay. or somebody slights someone you know you do an episode kind of to tease that person in a weird way um giving so that, them the business yeah that's like a TV the, trope the that dozens. they take out um so this one is a this one the, once again the title is Roger Ebert should lay off fatty foods mm. this episode has nothing to do with Roger Ebert whatsoever he was a, he constellation. Was a constellation yeah I get it but. Once again, that's that. If that's the only connection, no, I know. It's, yeah, <laughs> um, it's just to kind of justify it. Um, this, of course, was um, very likely due to Roger Ebert's recent, at the time, um, reviews of Orgasmo and Basketball. Uh, oh, very much hated. It wasn't due to his heart attack. <laughs> it, it was, was a picture. The constellation was him giving a thumbs down. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. So he hated. He hated Orgasmo and Basketball. Why mm. it's titled. Um, uh, I, I keep saying that uh, Orgasmo was written by them, but apparently it's not, according mm-hmm. to the IMDb. Mm-hmm. Were they? It, I, I'm still confused about how that actually is After, a thing. Um, 
it, it after just, they did after he did Cannibal the Musical, um, they worked for a while, and then and Orgasmo was just another little indie. Mm. Uh, he, he didn't write Orgasmo. No, they wrote Orgasmo. Yeah, I was talking about basketball. Oh, you said Orgasmo. Yeah, uh, How did they become involved with basketball? That answer I don't know. Unfortunately, right I'm sorry. I, I don't know. It just if seems I had weird to that they would be hired was... as actors. Like, well, no, not at the time. Uh, First season of South Park, there were yeah. them. You know, I suppose it, it makes sense. Yeah. I, I, but they also hired all their friends. They must have. Yeah, I feel like... it a little bit. I, I, you know what? I think Squeak actually wrote it. Who's a friend of theirs? Oh, it's definitely. And got it was also in Cannibal the Music. Right on. That's what I was going to ask about Squeak. Is he? Is he I'm, one of the writers? I am almost positive Squeak, and I don't know this for sure. I apologize, South Park Tears. I'm pretty sure Squeak wrote Basketball. And Squeak was was friends with them and was also in Cannibal the Musical. Um, so I think that they helped get Basketball made uh, for Squeak and also starred in it as them. But Squeak little bitch Scolari. Exactly. Um, one little thing, I guess. Ricardo Montalban is from uh, Fantasy Island and also Wrath of Khan to go back to Star Trek. Um, anyway, so let's go into some of the cultural relevance. Uh, how do you guys feel about Planet Ariums? I like them. Yeah. Yeah. Why? They're fun. I was always I always liked astronomy. Okay, that's we're done with that. <laughs> How do you guys feel about child actors? Hate them. They're weird. Okay, so let's move on to <laughs> the real question. Hey guys, what is the morality of hypnosis? Hmm. Um. It. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I just saw a Scrubs episode where a surgeon put someone under hypnosis. And... I first of all love that you watch Scrubs. Period. <laughs> of all that you referenced it right now. This is I know what you're the, talking about. This is actually the first time I've seen it. You're in for a non-treat. Mm. You're in for a non-treat. Yeah. I, I would say stop, but Eliza Coop in, in season eight is actually kind of quite charming. Who, who's yeah. that? She's a nobody until, like, she just comes into season eight. She's in one, uh-huh. the, the very final season when he's not even, like, JD is not even part, I don't know, I've seen all the scrubs. This time. Wow. <laughs> uh, I, I do think, nerd alert. Indeed. Don't fucking hit that guy. Derek, I hate you. I hope you're listening. <laughs> wow. Our first guest. I'm teasing. And only guest. He uh, was, no, I think Wheeler was. No, you're right. Maybe. Well, for his. Kenny. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, hypnosis, I do believe, is possible, but not necessarily the, the norm. So I do think people, some people are more susceptible to the concept, but uh, um, I don't think that everyone is. That doesn't answer my question, my mm. friend. What is, is the morality of, hip- of hypnotizing another human being? You mean is it moral or not? You want a yes or no question? I mean, yes no, or no not answer? at all. No, not at all. What, what is the morality behind it? Yeah. Um, Science. It, it, would, it be morally, would it be morally justified to essentially um, well, use your magical powers, as it were, um, the powers of suggestion to make a person do your bidding? Well, if the person asks you, for instance, to help them quit smoking. Okay, yeah. sure. That seems like something that's a Yeah, it depends while. on the context. If it's like a birthday party and, you know, we're, we're going to see a hypnotist, mm-hmm. is it then immoral for him to try and hypnotize people that have paid to come and be hypnotized? N- well, no, they're, they're <laughs> hypnotizing the person who may or may not have paid to be hypnotized. Like if, you say, if, if it's a birthday party mm-hmm. and they pull a random spectator out of the audience, mm-hmm. 
that individual relationship, sure, it's for the entertainment of the audience. Mm-hmm. Does that necessarily mean it's moral for that person to do it simply for the sake of entertainment? I mean, it, would it be moral for the well, person to slap the other person? Let's it, just put it that way. Yeah, I mean, it, it, there's a difference. There's, between, all, there's arguably less harm in the slap. I, uh, I am. I have not frequented many hypnotic shows, but I uh, would assume that they would be looking for volunteers, much like a magician, rather than you know just pointing at a random person. Um, yeah, I do think that you know just randomly hypnotizing someone uh, against their will is essentially assault. Even if but you volunteer, if they volunteer that, is it still consent? They have to volunteer yeah, for right. the specific thing. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. I mean, if if you if you if you um, let's just say for argument's sake that the person volunteers to be hypnotized, mm-hmm. but at the moment they know nothing about why or what or what's going to end up happening, mm-hmm. and then not four minutes later they're on their hands and knees barking like a dog. Oh yeah, and essentially being humiliated in mm-hmm. such a way. Um, is that moral? Having that much control over someone is certainly a great moral responsibility, mm-hmm. but I don't know that any one of those individual acts would necessarily be immoral. You know, making, you know, convincing someone to do something illegal, certainly that definitely crosses the line. You but, always go back to the law. <laughs> well, it's, it's an easy starting point. It's not a slam, point. it's just funny. It, just keep, it, I am the law. <laughs> exactly. Oh, we should, that's a good one. What? Say it again. Judge Dredd. I am the law. Judge Dredd? I just thought it'd be a nice drop. I am the last one. <laughs> Continue, I'm sorry. I don't care. <laughs> It's wonderful radio, my friend. It's glorious. Ah, fuck it. I don't give a shit. I think. Joey, what do you think? Yeah, go ahead. break it down for me, man. What do you think? I think I kind of agree with you. Um, I don't. With me? What did I say? Well, I think I think you were kind of alluding to the fact you weren't quite out saying this, but the, that it's a, it's amoral to do that. Amoral, immoral, I guess. No, for... I have made no position yet. <laughs> well, just, I would just to okay. clarify. Always remember, I have never ever made a position. With right. My of ass. course. Of course. <laughs> you sit firmly with your ass on the fence at all times. <laughs> Congratulations. I don't know. That guy's on the fence. Break it down for me, though. Does it hurt? Does the fence hurt when it goes right up your butt? Infinitely. Okay. Infinitely. That's why I am a tortured, (laughs) like, bullshit philosopher. I don't even know what I'm talking about, and I don't have the energy to look it up either. (laughs) Okay. I think it's it's immoral. I don't think it's right. Uh, It's essentially mind control in my mind. Wow. Okay. So is there a- Or brainwashing or whatever you want to call it. So would you you go so far as to say under no circumstances would it be morally permissible? Like, no matter what, even if it's just as simple as... If it's specifically a, like, I want you to just talk about me not smoking and that's it and not do anything else and all, I don't know. It's still, to me, it feels strange and it's corrupting part of your brain somehow, at least temporarily. Why is that any different than any other sort of medical practitioner, though? I mean, you know, at some point, you know, giving someone heroin can be helping them, but at a certain point, then you are a drug dealer. So why, why does that line not exist with hypnotics? I think it does to an extent, right? Anything is has its benefits, I guess. And do no harm. Yeah, I think hypnotics. It, the you, general term. It's a it's <laughs> a me- general term. I don't. I don't think so. I think it's hypnosis. <laughs> hypnotics is like a different. I think yeah, that's the sleep. anyway. Whatever. It's that the would be dianetics the of hypnosis. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's true. Um, hypnology. Mm. Okay. The study. Of- that's the study of hipsters. <laughs> I'm I'm a Hyperion. I'm I'm a master's degree in that. You do. Mm. Yeah. Continue. I'm sorry. No, I think I just simply, I think I said it earlier. I just think it's immoral to kind of manipulate someone's brain like that. Sure, but he was saying, what's the, where's the line? I mean, it, yeah. isn't all medicine at yeah. some point under your logic? Not quite like Isn't that. a shrink manipulating your mind? No. Why? I don't think they would say that. 
sure they wouldn't say that, but what do you think? <laughs> I think they're helping you come to your own conclusions, hopefully. And I've never Your even been to a shrink. Well, <laughs> no, that's I don't the whole point so. of power I suggestion. Like... I think that that's hypnosis. It's the power of suggestion. So once you get someone into that state, you are essentially well, that's the key, allowing them to- Getting them into the state is the difference. You can always have the power of suggestion over anyone right now, but if you don't put them into that state of vulnerability, their brain won't accept the commands that you're trying to give it. What's the line though there? I mean, aren't you always in a sort of vulnerable state? I don't the think so. You sit on a I don't think I'm going to be, I don't think if you told me to squawk like a chicken, I'd do it. And I'm not in that state right now. But if sure, I was hypno- if if were, hypnotized. Right. But if you were on a therapist's couch, it, it might be a similar situation. I doubt it. I don't think it's the same. And again, I haven't even been hypnotized. I haven't even been to a, a psychologist's couch. So I don't quite know, but well, I'm guessing no. I mean, that, from my understanding, that is what the majority of the craziness you see on stage hypnosis shows is. Right. So it's just the sort of group permission to play along with this shit. So it's essentially like a a group planned improv sort of thing where it's just it's kind of uh it, it it's uh almost freeing in a way that you know you would never cluck like a chicken but when you're supposed to be hypnotized and you know someone on stage tells you to oh yeah this would be a decent time if I was to ever cluck like a chicken no tolerance Sean fall over here with this shit <laughs> <laughs> just play along with this shit totally. Um, Have either of you guys been hypnotized? No, no, no. And, and and it's hard to say. Um, I I don't even really know how. Would I'd you? Be, would I be hypnotized? Yeah, like let's say you had the choice. The question, have... first of all, is whether or not I'm susceptible. I, I yeah. would venture to argue I pos- I probably am. Um, is that I didn't know that. There's certain people that just can't. Oh yeah, like, certainly. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Gotcha. What What are those kind of people? Oh, that, that's the thing. Like are the people really that- smart people? Are they really no, dumb No, there, there isn't they... really anything. I mean, like the one kind of unifying factor I'm aware of is that most of the time, the people that say they are least susceptible end up being the most susceptible. But then again, that might just be a TV trope. Yeah, I, 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 think <laughs> in the, I think in the end, what it has to do is, and I, you know what? I'm, I'm talking completely out of my ass, but it's that's South Park, new. not politankering. So I, I'm, I feel comfortable doing it. Sure. Um, I think uh, there, there is an emotional- trigger that needs to be touched um in order for someone to be con- to to fall into that state of susceptibility and i'm pretty sure they could you know under the right circumstances perhaps maybe i'm not sure tap into it you could probably like tap into PTSD it ptsd shutting down sort of thing i or? guess yeah it, it's exactly <laughs> the same thing um and and i think i might be sus- it's one of those weird things i'm very heady overall um i don't think it's I necessarily like to, i think it's more sensitive i think if you're well, no no what i mean is i i'm i'm saying the opposite i i am very heady overall but i and i am also sensitive so i'm not really sure how they would do it but i feel like pound for pound so you're I saying would ultimately like, be i guess you're saying what one is more left or right brain that kind of makes a difference sure yeah in colloquial terms absolutely yeah, yeah. And, and and that's the thing i'm i i I don't know, man. I don't really know where I am in that sense. I mean, I, you know, it's, a, it's, I don't really get scared in scary movies. Um, See, my guess would be more right brain people would be more susceptible. Correct. More creative. That's what I'm yeah. But I think you are, you're right. You are just, you're excluding you as in a separate case. I think yeah, it's so weird about it. I don't know. I, I don't, I, I don't know. But it, more importantly, whether or not it's moral, um, man, I, I, I don't know, man. It's, it's, oh, I think you're on the fence. Shocking. <laughs> I think that I think that the over the overall concept of meddling with a person's brain um it for the for the for the purpose of entertainment kind of falls into that um it, it's it's just a parlor trick it's it's 
Uh, it, you know, there's a, by the way, there's a great magic store. So is it a victimless crime kind of thing? No, no, I'm, I, I'm not saying, is I don't it, think it's, a, mean? it's a parlor trick. crime. Sorry. I didn't mean to ruin your plug there. I know. Right. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. That's a good point. There's a, ma- there's, there's a magic store. I, I was very uh, fascinated by mentalism. Um, uh, it's, a, it's an aspect of magic. Um, there's a couple really interesting books on it. Just, just how to do mentalism essentially. Um, so if hip, if hypnosis in a weird way is a type of magic trick, you know, again, yeah, to answer your question, if it's, it's for good in the end, I, I think it'll be okay as long as you're not, I don't know, like what's, what's the difference then, what's the difference between hypnotizing someone to cluck like a chicken and, and pulling out the name of their dead father? What do you mean? Making them scream it in the middle mentalists, of the theater? Mentalists. Mentalists. Yeah. Oh, I see what you mean. Magicians can do that. Um, uh, you mean like that dude on TV that John, the guy that South Park makes fun of? John, whatever? Um, no, that's all cold reading. There's something similar to that, yes. And that's a whole different philosophical argument. I don't mean that. I okay. mean just for that one moment, that one trick. I don't mean, I don't mean pretending that you can actually speak to the dead. I mean with the... The specific entertainment contractual, you know, agreement between uh, the, the, the person being exploited, the mark, as you will, okay. and the magician, and everybody knows this is a magic trick, um, saying I'm going to write on the wall the name of, you know, of a person who's very important to you. And, you know, you blow fire on the wall, the name appears. Okay. However the magician did it, it was, a, it was an act of both mentalism and whatever. Sure. Um, they manage to pull it off, and it works. And the person cries over that, watching this. Um, but they know it's a trick. They know it's a magic trick. Um, I, I guess that's the thing. Is there? How is that different than the hypnosis? Um, when it comes down to ultimate, when it comes down to, to to the moment of art, I guess. To the moment of art. To the moment of art. So the to the oh, aesthetic Jesus. moment that's being triggered there. I don't, I don't see what's wrong with it. I'm, I'm talking simply about just the moment of, or the, the, I'm talking simply about the, the hypnotist in the, in the arena doing the clucking like a chicken. Yeah, I, I just think the morality of the conjuring of the dead parent or whatever is. Once again, I'm not talking about cold reading. I'm not talking about that. Okay. I, I'm saying that the magician comes up to someone oh, and says, just a, I'm going to do a trick. I'm right, going to do a trick. trick. Gotcha. Uh, remember the most important person in your life. They can be dead or alive, whatever. But I am a magician. I'm doing right. this. And then he writes the on the wall. Right. And then they write on the okay. wall. Okay. You see what I mean? Yeah. So the contractual thing is like, I'm, we're going to, I'm going to do a trick for you. Yeah. Okay. And then again, I, I, I need a volunteer. I'm going to hypnotize you. And they cluck like a chicken. Right. I, I, I'm, I'm I guess just not sure. I was thinking more in the Catherine Keener more sense, you know. Catherine Keener? Get out. I thought you saw the movie. You did see Get Out. No, I just, I just know that she doesn't. little fucking bitch. Anyway, I don't know. I don't like it. Going down on South Park, you'll moan until you whine. We're going down on South Park. This is our final rhyme. That was our final rhyme. You had more to say, Sean. Go ahead. Oh, no. There is actually some information on uh, susceptibility to hypnosis. Uh, the people that are most likely to be susceptible are what are deemed fantasizers. Those are people that fantasize much of the time report their imagery as vivid and real perceptions, having physiological responses to their imagery, having earlier than average uh, first childhood memories, recalling imaginary playments from childhood, 
and having grown up with parents who encourage imaginative play. The people that are least susceptible are basically the opposite. Uh, they're considered disassociators, uh, experience daydreaming as mostly spacing out. Uh, they had an average age, a, a later average age for their first memory, and they had parents that were punitive or uh, experienced childhood traumas. Uh, some of the people that are most likely to not be susceptible, or I'm sorry, most likely to be susceptible are people with dissociative identity disorder and post-traumatic stress disorder. I'm the latter crew. Yeah. I am not as susceptible. I no longer remember my first. Mm. Well, if you want to be hypnotized by us even more, make sure to check us out on fallcast.com. And also at Paula Tinkering. Yeah, if you want us to, at Paula uh, Tinkering on Twitter. You want to give us some shout outs. And also at Joe Bonnier, J-O-E-B-O-N-I-E-R. Sean Fall. Is this a dagger which I see before? Jesus fucking Christ. Handle toward my hand. I have thee not, and yet I, yet I see thee still. Art thou not fatal sensible to sight? Or art thou but dagger of false creation proceeding from the heat-oppressed brain? I see thee yet warm as palpable as this draw. Fool senses, or else I see thee still, and on thy blade, dungeon gouts of blood. It's not so before. There's no such thing. It is the bloody business which informs thus to mine eyes. Now are the one half world. Nature seems dead, and wicked dreams abuse the curtain sleep. Witchcraft celebrates pale Hecate's offering and withered murder. Alarmed by his sentinel, the wolf, which howled his watch thus with his stealth pace, with Tarkin's ravishing strides toward his design, moves like a ghost. Thou sure and firm set earth, hear not my steps, which way they walk, for fear thy very stones prey to mine whereabout. And take the present horror from the time, which now suits with it. Whiles I threat. You can give a horror as a present? Words. Word. To the heat of deeds. Too, Dude. Too cold breath. A bell rings. let you jam that into a, a bell rings. Park. A bell rings. I do when it is gone. I do when it is gone. Let it be down the bell and here, not Duncan. Words now. That summons thee to heaven or to hell. Thank you for listening to another episode of Going Down on South Park. <laughs> <laughs>